Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Ben Carlson, and this is a bleak future for long-term government bonds. Warren Buffett was none too kind to bonds in his annual shareholder letter this past weekend. Saying bonds are not the place to be these days and that fixed income investors worldwide, from pension funds to insurance companies and retirees, face a bleak future. And Buffett didn't really offer any alternatives, except to warn that risky loans, however, are not the answer to inadequate interest rates. Even after a slight rise in rates these past few months, I agree with Buffett that there are no easy answers in the fixed income space. Just look at the various U.S. government bond yields by maturity. 30-year treasuries are yielding 2.2%. 20-year treasuries at 2.1%. The 10-year treasury is still at 1.4%. It is worth noting short-term yields at the 1-year treasury rate are still on the floor at 0.08%. So now that long-term yields are much higher than short-term yields, it might be tempting to go out on the risk curve to pick up some more income. Every investor has their own appetite for risk, but long-term government bonds are a buyer-beware situation these days. Yes, if rates fall, long-term bonds will perform better than short-term bonds because all else equal... Longer-duration fixed income gets you a bigger bang for your buck in that situation. But this works in both directions. Ten years ago, the 30-year Treasury was yielding more than 4.5%, so we've seen a gradual fall in rates over time. Yet in that time, long-term government bonds, as depicted by the TLT ETF, have had the exact same amount of double-digit drawdowns as the S&P 500. That includes losses of 23%, 15%, 18%, 22%, and the current 18% drawdown for long-term Treasuries. These are enormous losses for such little yield. And the S&P is up almost 200% in that time versus a gain of 52% for long-term bonds. From current yield levels, long-term bonds are almost assuredly going to have as many or more double-digit corrections as the stock market over the next 10 years. Now think about the drawdown profile for the 3-7 to year ETF, which is ticker IEI. Not a single double-digit drawdown for intermediate-term bonds over the past 10 years, the worst drawdown being 7%. The current yields for these two products are 1.8% and 0.4% respectively. That's a pretty decent yield differential, but think about the added risk you're taking on to earn an additional 1.4% in yield. I don't know if we're in the midst of a rising rate environment, or if this is simply another head fake. You know, people have been predicting higher interest rates for 20 plus years now, and all they've done is continue to fall. But if rates do rise in a meaningful way, I would expect long-term government bonds not only to provide a bumpier ride, but to underperform intermediate-term bonds as well. In 1950, the 10-year treasury yielded just 2.3%, not much higher than the current yield of around 1.4%. By the end of 1981, the 10-year yielded almost 14%. Yet the annual returns in that time were 4.1% for 10-year treasuries and 2.1% for long-term treasuries. So you got half the returns, yet the volatility was double in long-term treasuries. This is not exactly the experience bond investors have faced in the cycle ever since, as rates have taken the elevator down. But since 1982, you've had the tailwind of falling rates as opposed to the headwind of rising rates. Now, I'm not suggesting you're going to see a similar rise in rates as we saw from the 1950s to the 1980s time frame. Never say never, but that would be a tad premature to make that call. But it is safe to say investors are going to experience a much bumpier ride in long-term bonds in the years ahead, and you're not exactly being compensated for that increased level of volatility at current interest rate levels. You can get a better sense of the volatility profile between long-duration and intermediate-term duration bonds by looking at the worst calendar year returns as well. The worst loss ever for five-year treasuries going back to 1926 is a loss of 5.1% in 1994. Long-term treasuries, on the other hand, had a 15% loss in 2009, a 13% loss in 2013, a 9% loss in 1967, another 9% loss in 1999, and an 8% loss in 1994. Long-term treasuries don't have the same loss profile as the stock market, but it's much worse than intermediate-term bonds. I have no idea what the path forward is for interest rates. Anyone who tells you they do is lying. 
but you can set return expectations based on current yields, and you can be certain long-term bonds will deliver a much more volatile ride than short-term bonds, regardless of their yield. I know it's not exciting to talk about bonds in the midst of a raging bull market, but they're going to matter eventually. Bond investors have had it pretty easy over the past 40 years or so. From current levels of interest rates, things will be much more challenging going forward. For more from me, check out wealthofcommonsense.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Solid.